0: Okay, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. This is the Beauty and the Beast. Uh, Melissa and I are here. We're actually on a road trip to Indiana. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And we are doing our podcast on the drive. Um,
2: We're about to surprise my dad.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. The whole reason we're going to Indiana.
2: (laughs) He's turning 70 on Monday, which by the time you listen to this... It should be right before, maybe.
0: Uh, or is it going to be the be next week? It'll be after. Yeah, so it'll it's, be it's after. This Sunday, yeah.
2: No, I mean from when his birthday
0: is birthday. Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: I'm going to that go, um, so. But we are throwing him a surprise birthday party. He has no idea we're coming. And doesn't know anything about a party. So... Should be a good surprise.
0: Yep. He's turning the big 7-0, 70 years old.
2: Yep. I can't believe it.
0: I know. Like. He's super healthy. He's actually way healthier than he was 10 years ago.
2: Yeah. I agree.
0: Um, so, we kind of have a, a fun podcast. This uh, This podcast is actually going to be about Melissa and I. Mm -hmm. We're going to tell our story of how we met and kind of our story of, you know, met and what all happened in between and all the way up to now.
2: Because we have had lots of moves, lots of jobs, lots of (laughs) changes Mm -hmm. throughout everything. So we figured we'd just start from the beginning and tell our story. Yeah.
0: I like it. I'm kind of partial to our story.
2: <laughs> Me too. Uh, well,
0: so. Do you want to start? We'll start off with... I guess, let's just start off with the first time I ever saw you. First time I ever saw you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and you have the outline, too, so you can have that for reference. hmm But first time I ever saw her, I was with a friend of mine uh, named Braxton. And... We were in his car. I don't even know where we were driving to. But Braxton had the rundown on all the incoming freshmen. I knew no one. I knew nothing about anyone or nothing about really anybody. Um, And Braxton uh, noticed this little red convertible, which I have no idea how he knew.
2: I mean, I didn't know him.
0: <laughs> I know, but he knew all of the incoming. Like, he knew who your parents were. He, he knew what kind of car you had drove. He the lowdown on
2: everyone.
1: Yeah.
0: It was, anyway, so he was like, uh, oh, there's uh, Melissa Lyon. And I was like, who's Melissa Lyon? And he was like, oh, she's uh, she's getting ready to be a freshman next year. And I looked over there, and I was like, holy crap. She was gorgeous. Like, just you know, super, super pretty, and my immediate thought in my head was like, "Man, she's super pretty," but you might as well forget about that, JoJo. There's no way that's happening. She's way out of your league, and of course, Melissa had no idea that. I yeah, that. I had
2: no. I don't didn't know any of you.
0: Yeah, never, never saw, uh, never saw her until, uh, I guess. First time we practiced together.
1: Yeah. Well, tryouts, I guess.
2: I guess maybe tryouts, but I don't remember you at tryouts. I I
0: don't either. I don't... Not even a little... Like, not even like a little snippet. Yeah, no. But... But
2: during the summer, you practice, obviously. And then you go to, like, summer camp. Which
0: which is so fun.
2: Did we go to Miami, Ohio, that that year? Yep. So... I think... I mean, I practice with them a little bit, but really, like, when you become a freshman, you have to be on the freshman bar- or freshman squad. Like, you can't be on, like, JV or varsity. Yeah. You didn't have a choice but to be on the freshman squad if you tried out for cheer your freshman year.
0: Yeah. Cheer was a pretty big deal.
2: Where we're from. Where
0: we're – yeah. There I was... guess we
2: should probably talk about that, too. Like, yeah. co-ed cheer was a big thing at our high school. Like, we were known for our co-ed program.
0: Yeah. There was very, very few – well – almost no other co-ed squads outside of college in our area and
2: if the, if there was it would be like one guy yeah like our team had like seven or eight guys
0: yeah and i think and
2: like strong guys not like really scrawny little guys Yeah,
0: like we had guys <laughs> that went to college yeah to cheer yeah um
2: but a lot of it was because they either played football and cheer and then cheered for basketball or vice versa they cheered for football and played basketball right so, like, they were dual sport athletes.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think we had a total of, like, 12 guys in total. But yeah, there was only, I think, eight or nine of us during
2: each season. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because I played football.
2: So you could only cheer for basketball and competition.
0: Right. Yeah. And then uh, during basketball season, I wrestled and I cheered. Mm-hmm um during the basketball games and then of course practiced for competition traditional competition but um, so
2: during practices for like the summer and and stuff like we would practice as like a big group rather than like just separating into like freshman jv and varsity right and so that's kind of how we interacted it a little bit yeah just because like i was your back spot
0: in certain things yep and i remember wiping sweat on you (laughs) yeah uh She was standing there. and We were getting ready to do a stop or something. Of course, I'm sweating like usual. Anytime well, I do anything physical. Let's, let's go back a little bit. To where?
2: I think like the first practice, I remember.
0: Okay, go. Because I don't.
2: I remember like the very first practice. And like you and a bunch of the guys were obviously like goofing off. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, these guys are like such goofballs. Like, I just remember that. Specifically. Uh huh.
0: And so. We definitely were. We until Connie got mad at us and yelled at us. Connie
2: would put them in their place. Yeah. For sure. But I just remember, like, oh my God, these guys are just goofballs. Like, oh, like, I don't know. And so then we would have to be, like, put all together and, like, stunting and stuff. Yeah. And I think that's when, like, you. I don't remember who the other person. I have no idea. I, I just
0: remember the look on your face. Was like
2: well, like I'm just a freshman. I don't know anyone really upperclassmen at all, and I'm like quiet. And I remember him like wiping sweat on. Well, okay, I guess the the flyer at the time.
0: Yeah, that's right. You
2: were swiping your sweat on her first. Yeah. And she was just like, ew, that's so gross. I, so disgusting. Like, acting like it was, like, the end of the world. I
0: remember because she... Like, well, we were stunting and she's like, oh, my God, you guys are sweating so bad. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, dude, we're working out. And then I was like, I just wiped my finger on my forehead and wiped it on her, like, her thigh or something like that. And then yeah. she about she had to like, come apart.
2: Yeah. So, then you did it to me next. And I just looked at my arm and said Yeah. Something.
0: Yeah. She just... Looked at me with this look of like, and, and I was like, oh, I kind of like her because <laughs> she was already super, super cute. And, uh, at that time I was, I had a girlfriend at the time, but again, I still in my head, I'm like, yeah, there's no way that's happening. She's way too pretty for me. Like, and I'm too much of a goofball. She's quiet. She ain't going to like me. She's going to think I'm a little weirdo, but. But anyway, she like I wiped sweat on her and she just looked at me like so what? And yeah. I was like, Man, I like her. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so fast forward to summer camp.
0: Yeah, we went to camp, Miami, Ohio, and which if you don't know, any okay, so anybody that was that cheered for Blackford, anybody that listens to this podcast that cheered for Blackford, you know what I'm talking about. Miami of Ohio was the poop. Like, we loved it. Like, yeah, it was, it was the like. Camp.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It was
0: so, like. Well, because
2: was, they love having a squad that has guys. Like, the yeah. UCA staff. We people. got special
0: treatment because. Like,
2: they all wanted to work with us because, like, there's guys and girls on the UCA staff, and they just loved having a squad that had a bunch of guys.
0: Right. Because all the UCA staffers are college uh, cheerleaders.
2: Yeah. So they.
0: Are pretty much cheering with co-ed for, not all of them some of them are on all girls uh yeah. squads for college but uh a large majority of them obviously especially the males are uh on co-ed squads mm-hmm. so when they have you know this group of guys that comes in and there's 12 guys and you know what we have like 24 something like yeah, that we had,
2: we had a big group
0: yeah and so we would get special treatment we usually got a male and female uh, instructor. instructor that yeah. basically followed us around um, teaching us stunts like co-ed stunts and that kind of thing because normally you break up in groups at camp and you know you do you do stunt groups and they teach you these stunts and whatnot and we and we still did group stunts but a lot of our stuff was really oriented towards like one-man stunts, uh, learning cool new stunts um, for one man stunts because that's that's what you do in co-ed. and of course we still learn pyramid and uh, other stuff as or whatever but it's just it's so much fun anybody that listens to this that's it that was on it was it was a blast um, but.
2: but- one of the biggest things is like obviously you're trying to be like the most loud team, the most like confident or enthusiastic. Yeah, the most like spirit, most spirited team because you get like the banana and all that stuff. Yeah, like, all like so
0: this giant blow up. Dam, but obviously they're yelling
2: banana. like crazy the on day one, and Joe loses his voice.
0: Yeah, like his day one <laughs> is just like just straight balls of the walls like it's it's a blast but you're yelling and screaming everything's about like being excited pumped up and ramped up you know and i i'm screaming and like i lose my voice day one like bad like to the point where like my voice is a whisper like my throat hurts a little bit um and like i i can barely talk it was so frustrating but
2: so after like I don't know, were we done for the day or were we yeah. just for, like, meal break? I can't no, remember. no, it was it was
0: nighttime, done for the evening.
2: Okay. So, on the campus, like, you had to walk, like, a mile to get to, like, this little, not necessarily a food court, like, but it was a place that you could get, like, smoothies and different stuff like that. So, me and one of the other girls um, decided to walk and go get one. Now, I'm not a big fan of smoothies, or at least I wasn't when I was younger, just because, like, I've, I couldn't drink at all. Like, I'm just weird. Like, I don't, I never could drink a whole milkshake or a whole smoothie. Like You were tiny. I liked a little bit, but then I was pretty much done with it. So, we walk a mile, get the smoothie. We're, like, coming back, and we see you and Brandon, I think it was. Uh,
0: Brandon was there, but uh, who else? john no
2: I'm no, no john wasn't there no i'm saying it was just you and brandon and oh, in like the window. the window
0: yeah because the guys obviously they have to segregate us so the guys are like if They're we're on, on
2: like the first floor and we're
0: on one side and then the girls are down another hallway on, on the other side and then side. there's girls on every floor yeah uh. so
2: we were walking back into the building but we saw you and brandon in the window so courtney went to go talk to brandon yeah. and um you were standing there and you you were like where did you get that smoothie
0: because i was just I, I, was, I think
2: i'm gonna need to go get one cause
0: my throat was hurting because, i could barely talk
2: yeah and i was like well it's like a mile down the road or whatever i was like you can just have mine
0: yeah and i was like what no i was like no you just walked for it. i was like i don't want to take your drink and, and you were like, like no, no, for no real, it's, it's fine it's like fine. I, I don't done. want any more of it and I was like, in love from that moment on. Like, <laughs> That's
2: what he says that he knew he loved me. Yeah,
0: I was like, and we weren't
2: even together. No, was and like I was, not even close.
0: Yeah, I was hooked at right the time. then. <laughs> right then, I was like, oh my god, I think I love this girl. <laughs> and needless did I know, I thought she just gave it to me because uh, we want that. Oh, do we? We want yes. that exit. To yes. me, I thought she just gave it to me because she maybe liked me. But she gave it to me because she was legitimately... Uh, I, I see it, baby. Um, she gave it to me because she legitimately... How are
2: going to get over there?
0: Well, I'm going to get over. Um, sorry. We're driving and podcasting. Probably not recommended, but...
2: <laughs> well, it's, you know... It, we made it. <laughs> We're just trying to get to our exit in the middle of Nashville.
0: So... Um,
2: anyway, back in my, to- yeah,
0: in my mind, I was like, oh, this girl might actually like me here. And she gave me her smoothie or, you know, in you know, a young boy's mind, I was like, oh, wow. She liked me enough to give me her smoothie, but really she was just done with it. <laughs> but in my head I was like, I mean,
2: I I was trying to be nice too, though. Well, like I could have not offered to it to you. I know, but
0: you're nice to everybody. Like <laughs> I, I didn't know that about you yet, but you're just nice to everybody. So you could have given to anybody that said something to you, but I got it, and in my head, I was like, "Oh, winner!" <laughs> but anyway, so so after camp, uh, yeah. So after camp, I was just gonna say the little timeline. Thing. Oh, um, after camp, came back, um. We didn't we, start
2: dating until well, we didn't really start hanging out till well after school started.
0: Yeah.
2: Um and we were honest like honestly just hanging out as friends. Like we weren't
0: Yeah, and obviously in in my head, like I, so I wanted to be with her. Like I was I was hooked. Wanted to be with her. Um I had just broken up with my girlfriend because one of the biggest reasons I broke up with her is because I was, like, just infatuated with her. But Melissa, being the sweetheart that she is, she's like, you know, I'm a freshman. I don't want to be causing any problems with, you know, upperclassmen boys because I was a junior. Yeah. And she's I like, ah.
2: A newbie freshman. Right.
0: So she was like. I like you, but I don't, I, I don't really want to date you because I just don't want to, well, she didn't say all this to me, but this is what was going through her head. Yeah. She's like, I just don't think it's a good idea that we, you know, we're together or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, okay, you know, just completely heartbroken. (laughs) It's like crushed my soul. Um, I don't even know how long it was, maybe a couple weeks um and
2: it was a good bit i feel like
0: it was probably longer than that it felt like an eternity to me but i don't know how long it actually was (laughs) but back in the msn like yahoo messenger aol aol days when you used to like you'd get online and like chat with people because we didn't have phones to text message each other
2: we're gonna want to stay in those lanes over there
0: to the right yeah okay Anyway, so like she messages Maybe. me on MSN or something, or other. I don't remember what it was, but she messages yeah, me one, she, on
2: one of those messengers.
0: Yeah, and she says, um, "Hey, I miss hanging out with you," or something along those lines. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember exactly what it was. I
2: did. I messaged you, and but I it was, was like, literally hey, I miss hanging out with you. It was
0: literally like when the Grinch's heart grew five times <laughs> its size. Because I was just like, oh my God, it was like the best thing I ever heard in my life Mm -hmm. that she missed me and missed hanging out with me. And I was like, oh my God. Mm -hmm. So I was like, awesome. Let's hang out then. And so then it just, it pretty much went, just went back to us spending time together. Like I would go to her house and Mm -hmm. I would like watch TV with her and her parents in the living room and Yeah. like just hang Nothing out. I Nothing mean, special. We yeah. just chill relax
2: it, on the couch. Yeah,
0: but in my mind, it was amazing. I was like, this is the greatest <laughs> thing ever. And we did that for I don't know how long. Um
2: Well, and, we started dating in October.
0: Well, yeah, but... I, yeah, the...
2: when after, it was after cheer practice. Like, I think my friends, I think both <laughs> of our friends... We're like, my friends are like, when is he going to ask you to be his girlfriend? And then like, they would ask you, when are you going to ask her to be your, be well, your, girl, your boyfriend or whatever, I was terrified to whatever.
0: ask you again and get shut down. Yeah. Like I knew you liked hanging out with me, but you know how a young boy's mind just plays like, on you, yeah. well, it just tells you,
2: plays games with you. Yeah, and,
0: and I was like, well, she just wants to hang out. She doesn't want to date you. You know what yeah. I mean? She doesn't want to be boyfriend, girlfriend or whatever.
2: Well, one of my friends came to me and she was like, if he asked you to be your, be his girlfriend, would you say yes? And I was like, yes. And then she like ran to you and was like, yeah, you she, need to go ask her to be your girlfriend. Yeah. She
0: was already, she was already out. Like her parents were picking her up. Yeah.
2: Like I was literally walking and like about to get into my mom's car.
0: Yeah. After cheer practice. I think it was Laura Borgenheimer. No, it was Ariel. Was it Ariel? Yeah. I can't remember. Well, either way. She comes running back in there, and she's like, "She's like, hey, uh, Melissa wants to know why you haven't asked her out yet." And I was like, "Wait, what?" I was like, "She she wants to be my girlfriend." And she was like, "Well, she's wondering why you haven't asked her out." I was like, "Well, go ask her. Go ask her for me. Like, I'm I'm totally down. Like, yes, go ask her." So no, she,
2: you came and asked me.
0: Did I run out you, there? Yeah. Oh, that's right. I did yep. because I remember running back in, and I because they
2: came back to you and told you to come and ask I, me, and I
0: ran. That's right. So so the way it works is usually the freshmen practice, like, the first hour and a half.
2: Yeah, like, we get
0: with, done earlier yeah, than you guys Yeah, and we do normal practice, like, practice our cheers for the basketball game and, and that type of stuff. Yeah. And then after the normal practice is over, they send it's freshmen like home. And then it's competition practice. Yep. And so, like, it was that in-between period where she was leaving. And when she said that, I literally, I sprinted out the door in the auxiliary gym and mm-hmm. ran out to her and I was like, Hey, I was like, Do you want to be my girlfriend? And she was like, yes. Said, yes. <laughs> and I was just like, Oh my God. And I ran back and I was, I was on cloud nine running back into the building. And of course all the girls that were still in there were like, what's she saying? I'm like, she said, yes. And I was just like, <laughs> so pumped. It was like, yeah. went inside like, I, it was, it was awesome. Yeah. So, I told her... Well, when I, before I ran back inside, I was like, okay, I'll call you after practice. And, like, ran back in. Yeah. Uh, have practice or whatever. So, um, that's how we officially started dating. Yeah. And then... Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe
2: was, like, an amazing football player. Like, really. For our area. It was, it was pretty decent. You were good. And... uh so, it was fun watching him play and cheering on the sidelines.
0: Yeah. I love football.
2: And waiting for him after the football game.
0: <coughs> Excuse me.
2: One of the things I love doing.
0: Yep. That was my – that was literally like – I mean, now my junior year, we were pretty good. We, we played really well. We had a really good winning season. Yep. But we got beaten sectional right away. Um and then my senior year, we went all the way to regionals. Like we, like we were killing it. Yeah. Got beat by some
2: private, private school. school. That it
0: was ridiculous. But
2: basically, all looked like a college team. Yeah,
0: they were humongous. Anyway, but it didn't matter whether we won or lost. You know, I always like one of my favorite things after a football game. I look forward to like literally her sitting outside sitting on the hood of my car waiting for me because of course we'd have the football game cheerleaders would kind of leave fans would leave we'd go in yeah, the everyone would room.
2: leave but then y'all would go to the well, locker room yeah we
0: we'd have to turn in then our then, pads to have them wash mm-hmm. throw our jerseys and take pants. a
2: shower if you yeah decided to take a shower yeah.
0: and then after we changed or whatever you know we'd come outside and, and so get in our cars would, and like, then we'd go hang out wherever we were hanging out but like one of my well f-
2: everyone go to Pizza King yep. after the after, Pizza King. Yep. Pizza King Shout minutes. out
0: to Pizza King up there up in the north. Um,
2: half baked breadsticks. Amazing.
0: Yep. yep. Uh so that was one of my favorite things, just going um to out of the locker room and coming around the corner of the locker uh the cleat house is what we called it. And coming around the corner of the cleat house and seeing her sitting on the hood of my car is waiting for me, and I'm just like, like I'm winning just Waiting
2: with all the other girlfriends.
0: Yeah. And then we'd always go to, like I said, pizza King. Like that was the hangout spot. Um,
2: cause that was like the only place open.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like they stayed open really late. I mean so, the
2: bowling alley.
0: Yeah. We but. would, we'd go to pizza King. Usually one kid would buy a pizza and then we would all sit at a table yep. or we would just literally stand in the parking lot. Yep. Um, and just hang out and goof off, whatever.
2: Yep good times
0: yeah those are good times
2: but we we're pretty much inseparable yep in high school like yeah. i pretty much just hung out with him and his friends
0: yeah
2: um i didn't have a lot of girlfriends to hang out with but when we started dating it was just kind of like we wanted to be together so like whatever you and your friends were doing i just like tagged
1: along
0: yeah <laughs> and so it, yeah so pretty much we were we were basically like if we weren't at practice we were together yep and usually there was some group of my friends that we were hanging out with because one of our really good friends mark and matt and uh josh eisenberg they lived out by where melissa lived out in, like the shamrock lakes area mm-hmm. shout out to shamrock lukes <laughs> um but uh we would we had kind of,
2: like, a rotation. Like, we went to Mark's house, and then we went to John's house, and then we went to your house. Yeah. And we went to, like... It was really those three. Yeah. Mainly.
0: Yep. We would all, like, I mean... And it was... It was usually the group of, like, we had Michael Dalton. He hung out with us, and uh, Dustin Garman, of course, Matt, and and Mark. And John. Um, John.
1: Um, Lots of different people. Yeah, but- we, I mean...
0: We, we, there was, time, I mean, it was ridiculous. There was times we would have an entire baseball team or entire football team at Mark's house or at my house. Yep. And I don't and know all how the moms
2: we, got so so pissed off. Oh because yeah, you would eat all the groceries yeah, that they don't, just bought. I
0: don't like thinking about it as a parent now. I Dude, I'd be like, get out. Go. Because.
2: <laughs> Whoever bought groceries. Yeah. Who had, who had just bought groceries is the house they chose to go to. Yeah, that's to.
0: usually how we would do it. We'd be like, well, my mom just went to the grocery store and be like, sweet, we're going to Joe's house. Or we're yep. going to Mark's house. And, like, <laughs> Mark's mom was really good about, she would make. She never complained. No, she didn't. And she would make, like, this huge, like, thing of chili or something like that to feed us yeah. all. Um. But yeah, that's
2: what I would have done. I would have picked something that was cheap and easy, but like could feed a bunch of you. Yeah,
0: because <laughs> so you we did, eat the
2: rest of my stuff.
0: Yeah, we we ate. I don't know how. I don't know how they did it because we literally. I mean, when you have three, because like, I grew up with three boys, or I, yeah, I was the like youngest the, of three, and we ate so much food. I can't imagine having our friends over. Yeah, and then being like god i would be like go home
2: right (laughs) yep
0: so um
2: so then really once you graduated
0: yeah i graduated and before i graduated i want like i was going to acting classes in fort wayne and i wanted uh i wanted to be an actor and i wanted to go to california and i wanted to do this whole thing and um is this cup drinking it or no No. No, that doesn't have a drink in it. Um, This one is. So, I was going to acting class and doing that thing because I was wanting to go to California and be an actor and try that whole dealio. um,
2: So, you moved to California after you graduated.
0: Yep, and me and Melissa were still together. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was the first cell phone I ever purchased. Yep. You did. I remember it being one of the most terrifying things ever because it had to, had to sign a freaking contract. <laughs> yeah. And I was just so freaked like, what out am about I it? pay for this, right? Like, that kind of thing. Yeah. So it was like my first. Well, but if we were going to
2: talk to each other, that yeah. was like because, like, I think it was after you had moved there. Yeah, I got it you guys in were California. Sharing a phone yeah. and like it was hard to even talk to me yeah. on the phone so you we had a house to phone your own.
0: yeah because i lived with like nine other people yeah like it
2: was a bunch of people
0: i mean and, and what's crazy is like my portion of the rent was like 1200 dollars, and i lived with nine people yeah but um
2: you and ryan got a sunroom as a broom
0: yeah that's like, how i got pneumonia
2: i know <laughs> it was terrible
0: Uh, yeah, so in California in the wintertime, it does get cold in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. Um, but my, I guess me and Ryan's quote unquote bedroom was basically just a sunroom. So like it was just all windows. It was like
2: enclosed, but it had like just all windows. Like the old school windows that like, yeah,
0: no, yeah. The entire thing was just glass. Like three of the walls were all glass. Yeah. And it was the single pane style glass that you just literally turn a handle and push the window open. Yeah. So it got pretty damn cold uh, in the wintertime out there. But, um, yeah, I remember trying to use the phone. And, of course, everybody's trying to use the phone. Or there'd be somebody who's like, back then you had to use the phone line to get online. get
2: on the Internet, yeah. Yeah,
0: so people would be like, I want to get online and do this or do that. And it's like, well. I'd really like to call my girlfriend. I haven't talked to her. And after like literally a week of it, I just got so fed up with it. I was like, screw this. I'm going to buy a phone. Yeah. So I I basically worked all summer, saved up my money to be able to go out there mm-hmm. and do all that. Got a phone. Yeah, you
2: like worked for the city, didn't you?
0: No, that, that was summer? when I worked for 3M. Oh, okay. Mom got me a job at 3M. Yeah.
1: Uh,
0: for the summer. And I basically just saved up. I had, I think I had like... 10 grand saved up to yeah. go out to move out there but anyway um did the whole Cal- did a lot
2: of extra work yeah
0: did the whole california thing i was i was in a bunch of tv shows Jarhead, or all-
2: yeah, I was in- housewives gilmore girls batting yeah. yeah. bears
0: yep uh bewitched, bewitched yeah on a um, jag tv show uh, NCIS uh, longest, yard. Lo- longest yard yeah that was actually the day one literally we had just got to Los Angeles on that day we didn't even have a place to live yet and, and you guys got that role we yeah we got that we booked that uh, extra job yeah and so we were in the longest yard like day one and I was like oh my god this is the coolest thing ever yeah like a lot of people don't know this but <clears throat> most high school kids do background extra work as summer work.
2: I mean, it's out there.
0: Yeah, it's super smart because super easy. Back then, at least, what was that in the two thousand four, two
2: thousand five? Yeah.
0: So back then, you got fifty-five dollars for your first eight hours, Mm -hmm. and then anything after that was like time and a half, which I don't even know what it broke out to be, but like it was pretty decent money for like high school kids just looking to have like a little summer gig where they really didn't have to do anything. Other than just do what the directors and them say, like, "Hey, you guys are gonna pretend to be cheering at this time," and blah blah blah.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. But anyway, did the whole acting thing, and then it was it was pretty tough out there. Obviously, because I was literally an 18 year old kid yeah. that moved out there, literally right after right the after summer graduated. I graduated.
2: Yeah.
0: And I was um, a
2: junior at the time.
0: Yep. So we were still together and like, um, I just remember taking everybody. Cause so I had a vehicle, I had a little yep. Ford Explorer sport. So it was a little two door Ford Explorer mm-hmm. stick shift. We yep. lived on a hill. I swear <laughs> it was straight down. Like I had to turn my tire into the curb just to make sure that my truck didn't roll, roll down, down, the, down hill. the hill. It was so steep. I remember being terrified every day I came home.
2: I could not deal.
0: Yeah, and then to make it worse, there's these people would the, the streets were so packed even though we lived in a housing area. Right. The streets were so packed like to f- people to find parking. Right. They would literally park like they'd find a spot and back their back of their car up right like 3 inches from my bumper. And yeah. I'm like, dude, like, I got how a am stick I shift.
2: To get out? <laughs> yeah,
0: I got a stick shift and I'm on a hill that's so steep so I would always have to like...
2: No wonder your brakes went out.
0: Well, <laughs> yeah. I think they went out because of driving through Colorado. That was terrifying. Oh, yeah. But anyway, that was terrifying just trying to get my truck backed up far enough to get out so I didn't hit the car in front of me. Yeah. Um, with a stick shift on a hill that's basically pointing straight down. Yeah. Um, but I was taking everybody... Like there was one other kid with a car there... And his dad was basically paying for everything while he was out there. He's like, I don't want to do background extra stuff. I just want to mainly only do auditions. That's all I want to do. I'm like, okay, that's fine. But if anybody asked to use his car, he'd be like, no. My dad said no one's allowed to use my car, which it was just him being a dick. Yeah. And so I went, I mean. So like you
2: were pretty much the only other one with a car, right? Right. Or was, did Rich or
0: so Dan Rich, have one? No. Uh, I think Dan had a car. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the Rich didn't have a car.
2: He gotcha. borrowed
0: Dan's all the time. But anyway, so what I would end up doing is there was like two or three of the guys that like, they're like, man, I got to pay rent and I got to get to set. So I would end up getting up earlier and taking them because they may be at Sony and I'm at Universal, right? which are completely different locations, completely right. different sides of freaking Los Angeles. So I'd have to get up, drive them to their set, drop them off, and then make it back to wherever I was. On the days that we were together, it was really easy. Yeah. But on the days that we didn't have, the you know, same, the same set yeah. because you it basically was, pay for this agency to book you extra work. Yes. So you pay it was like something like fifty bucks a month, and they they would literally call that you every day. So
2: worth
0: it. Yeah. They'd call you every day and say, "Hey, we need."
2: A person uh, here. A person, a person
0: on here. this set, uh, bring these types of clothes, no logos. I mean, they have like people that can give you clothes and stuff. Right. But to make things go smoother and faster, they just tell you to bring like what uh, you're right. supposed to wear. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, um, so I just got so burnt out on basically Going being,
2: being everyone's chauffeur. Yeah.
0: Like yeah. being like, you know, taking everybody everywhere, you know, and, um, I think it was... It was right after I finished working on Jarhead. I made a bunch of money. Yeah. Like in five days. Uh, my roommate, Ryan, he was actually Jake Gyllenhaal's stand-in. Yeah. Um, which for anybody who doesn't know what a stand-in is. basically just the person that marks all of the camera shots for him. He's got the like same... Like tests they,
2: them before yeah. the, the actor goes on. And
0: I actually knew the casting director and she was going to use me as a stand-in... But I was just, I was too, short, too short for yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal. And my roommate was like a couple inches taller than me. He was still shorter than uh, Jake, but he was like, they were like, ah, oh, that's close enough. We can make that work. Um, so Ryan ended up getting the um, Stand in. stand-in position and we got SAG wages and went out on location out in the middle of the desert and shot or whatever. And It was, it was really fun. It was super cool. You know got to be around Jamie Foxx and his whole entourage of people and it was cool but he was that you know he wasn't mean or anything but he was the stereotypical big name actor that he really didn't talk to anybody except for his people and his entourage right um and then came back from that and that's when my brakes uh they were just so bad and yes. I was like I gotta get my brakes fixed I was like I can't I can't drive anywhere like I'm on rotors, like metal on metal. Yeah. And so I took it to Brake Masters. They fixed it, quote unquote. Yeah. And then when I was driving home, one of my wheels literally started well, not one of like, them. Yeah. Like all four they of them. They didn't
2: tighten the lug yeah, nuts. Yeah, they finger on them.
0: tightened my lug nuts. They didn't tighten them up. And my wheels so started falling off on the freeway. And I'm freaking out. I'm, I get off on the side of the road and just tighten them up the best I can. But the holes and the wheels are already wallered out from the, yeah. it wobbling so bad. And it was terrifying for, you know...
2: An 18-year-old kid. Yeah.
0: And I remember just being so stressed out. And I called my mom and she was like, just come home. Just, just be done with it and come home. Um, yep. Yeah. So... Ended up.
2: It's definitely not easy. That's
0: no, sure. it was tough. I mean, especially for a brand new kid, that was culture shock. Not only what, like when people found, like I, I didn't know anything about politics yeah. at all, nothing yeah. about politics. I
1: mean,
2: we really never talked about politics. Yeah,
0: I mean, like, I was, a, I was really? a kid. I didn't like that wasn't something you really worried about until you were older. You know right. what I mean? And people would find out, like. The, types of conversations that I'd have with some of the extra people, which were just high school kids or college kids. They'd be like, are you a Democrat or a Republican? Cause you're from Indiana. And I'm like, uh, I think my parents are Republicans. I'm not sure. And I remember just getting chastised for it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, Whoa, look, I know nothing about politics. Okay. Like I'm yeah. just saying that because I think my parents were that, but I have There's no not- idea what I am. Like, yeah. But they still were just... Anyway. Yeah. It's it just funny. But... So, so I come home from California. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... I think at that point... Did I get a job with the city? I think I did. I got a job with the city at that time.
2: I can't remember.
0: I think I did. You did
2: something in between.
0: Yeah. That's when I got a job with the city. Yeah. And...
2: Yeah, that's right. You did.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And worked for the city and, you know, was trying to save my money and figure out where, where, what I was going to do and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and. At this point, it was like close to
2: my end of my junior year. Yeah. So almost my senior year. Yeah. Cause I was in California
0: for almost a year. Yeah. Um, and then, um.
2: My senior year, I decided to move to Colorado. Yeah
0: my dad was he was a reigning horse trainer he went to school to be a horse trainer Mm -hmm. and he was coming out of i guess school and he was like hey joe you ought to come with me out to colorado and work on the ranch with me
1: Mm -hmm.
0: of course like i i was like oh wow that'd be awesome work on a real ranch in colorado and do that i was like heck yeah yeah course i'm still with melissa and that's like god i gotta i'm literally gonna leave her again like we're we're you know we're together and very happy still yeah but i was like okay we're gonna i'm going to colorado now and of course you know her being her she's like okay you know i want you to do what makes you happy and yep like just being that freaking unicorn of a person (laughs) and Went to Colorado, worked out there on the ranch. I was out there for like four months.
2: Can't remember how long it was. It was like four
0: months. But
2: I came out to visit for my fall break of my senior year. Yeah. And uh, that's when you proposed yeah, to me. That's when
0: I proposed to her. Um the, on the ranch out there and
2: there the ranch is like huge. And they had their house was like at the bottom of one of the mountains that they owned, basically.
0: Yeah.
2: And there's this big like cliff thing.
0: Yeah, it's like Behind a, their house. It's like this. It's like this rock just that just protrudes out of the side of the mountain. Yeah. Um, and you could climb up there and, and see
2: like everything. Yeah,
0: see the whole ranch and whatnot, and so. It's like as
2: soon as we got there, like you were taking me up there. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was weird because I'm like. And She
0: was terrified because she's afraid of heights. Yes. Like just, i was like
2: i am not going up there and I he's almost, like please i almost please made her cry and
0: anyway <laughs> um so finally
2: got me up there
0: and I, proposed. I proposed me of course, she said yes mm-hmm. and then um got to do a
2: bunch of things when we were there we went up to pike's peak
0: yep she almost like had an asthma attack up there
2: it's hard to breathe
0: Yeah, the air is super thin, and at that time... Did you know
2: that you cannot fry anything at that, like, elevation level? Right. So they did some sort of... They made donuts, but they had to do it, like, almost like a freeze-dried donut-type thing. It's really strange.
0: I don't remember exactly how they explained it, but... Yeah. They're, like... They had, like, a restaurant at the top. Like, they can't
2: boil water or fry anything.
0: Yeah, because the air is too thin. Yeah. So it can't get like there's not enough oxygen to I don't know how it works we'd have to
2: google it I don't remember yeah
0: but anyway um, we were up there and took some pictures and we took the cog rail up which was really cool if you ever go to Colorado Springs you take the cog rail they
2: have like a guy like explaining the different things on their way up right like it was like
0: it's the original route that the that the like pioneers and settlers out there took when they were like paying for gold and like you know, mining and all that stuff. So, it's cool. You get to see old shacks as you're going up.
2: I think it's a three hours round trip. So, yeah. like, it's an hour and a half. It's an or o- it's even an hour and up, and then they let you. Yeah, it's an hour up,
0: and then you have 30 minutes at the top of the mountain, and then it's an hour down.
2: Yeah, so it's about
0: three hours. Yeah. Not quite, but. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, some, Yeah, I don't exactly remember, but um, we had a good time. My cousin, Russell, lived out there, so we got to. I got to spend some time with him. He was working in Colorado Springs. He actually still lives there. He ended up getting married and having kids, and I think he's divorced now. But he's, you know, obviously still lives out there with his kids and stuff. But um, anyway, so shortly after that, came back home, Mm -hmm. and I got a job as the custodian at the church. And then our youth pastor left. Yep. And... So you
2: were, like, the interim... Yeah. Like, so youth pastor while...
0: It was, yeah. It was basically, I want to say, all of summer... Yeah. ...that I was the interim... Pretty much. ...youth pastor, and... So it was
2: shortly before we got married. Yeah. So I graduated in, like, June 2006, and then we set our wedding date for August 26th right. of that year. So,
0: And I, de- I did the traditional, like, before I even asked her to marry me, I talked to her mom and her dad both and made which sure. Which, of course, got we've been their together blessing. for, like,
2: four years at that time. Yeah. So, like, they really knew him.
0: Yeah. And plus, we were planning on, like, waiting a year. Yes. Like, I wanted you to graduate and all that good stuff. But, yeah. like, we were going to wait. But I wanted to propose before then. Right. And, um, was it, it was, yeah, oh, excuse me, it was after, it was after I proposed to you and you went back to Indiana, stupid science teacher, we <laughs> oh, won't yeah. even, we won't even say his stupid name, but he was a real arrogant person in general. Well, but he,
2: he just never... I don't know. It, 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 whatever.
0: But he wanted Melissa to date his son. No. Yes, he did. No. That's, what else? What other reason would he because have? Because he
2: was a jerk to lots of people. It wasn't mm. just me.
0: I think he wanted you to like date he his He would son. always
2: make comments about, like, gymnasts and how their thighs were huge.
0: He was a cross-country how coach. That, and... that
2: con- he considered that fat, basically.
0: Yeah, he was a real doucher.
2: But, so they were, like, trying to, like say that they saw you with another girl in muncie Muncie, or something like that and like all of a sudden i'm like that's funny because he was with me at that time well like
0: when they said but i wasn't i in colorado so it was impossible no oh okay you
2: were i think you had just gotten back from colorado but like you were living with me yeah you were at my parents
0: house that's right because when i came back from colorado i did i moved into the guest bedroom
2: yeah so but, I'm like, that's funny because he's like literally at my house if he's not at work.
0: Right. Anyway, it was it was stupid, but I just thought it was ridiculous like why would a why would a high school teacher be trying to break up two people?
2: They were like, oh well, in I can't remember how they said it, but basically like, just
0: saying like, why would you get engaged in high school? It's never gonna work.
2: They said they said something like, "Oh, let me know when y'all break up or something like that." And I was like, "Oh, you'll be receiving an invite to our wedding."
0: Yeah, just freaking a holes. It still pisses me off when I think about it because <laughs> I'm like, "We're going on freaking twenty years, twenty plus years of
2: it'll be 17, together." Seventeen years married this year in August, yeah. and then we'll be twenty one years together. Right in October.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, so there, <laughs> Mr. Blank, <laughs> stupid teacher,
1: so, hey, we're
0: crossing into in Kentucky, Kentucky. <laughs> um, so uh, after um, we, so we got married in August, yeah. And at the uh, so I'd gotten a house, a little house. Yeah, for we us. were
2: renting a little house, so I hadn't moved in yet because I was being respectful to my parents.
1: Yeah, stayed
2: and with them until um, we got married, and then yep. moved into our little one bedroom, a apart- uh, little house.
0: Yep, I love that house. It, it was, was so, so simple. cute and
2: simple and easy and
0: literally <laughs> like it was
1: perfect. It was an
0: old house, was, and the living room was ginormous yeah. because it used to be like two rooms but they just knocked out the wall so it was just yeah. one giant living room yeah small kitchen and then a big bedroom and a and laundry a room
2: and a closet yeah and yeah like our our closet had the laundry room in
0: yeah it. it was huge
2: yeah because it was a
0: laundry room slash closet
2: yep
0: but and i still i bathroom. still loved it i like oh, I, when i think I back loved about it, it i love that house
2: yes me too it was perfect it we was would like, like two grill. blocks from the square. Yep. I worked at a little cafe after I graduated. Um, worked at a little cafe that was like two blocks from our house.
0: Karen's Cafe. I yep. love that place. The
2: best breakfast ever. Yep. And then at nighttime, like, we would have our little, like, grill, like, portable grill type thing that we set up on our porch. Yeah. And he would cook, like, all, like, the meat, whatever, Yeah, whether know. it
0: was pork chop or hamburger Burgers, or whatever. steaks, whatever.
2: And then I would make all the sides for it, and we would just have dinner yep. every night.
0: life was so simple. A lot of times so we simple. would we would literally eat on the front porch. Yep, right? it was the best. It was. It was so simple, and it was so like we felt like like we were babies. Oh yeah, we but were we felt so like, babies. <laughs> but we felt like we were so grown up. Yes, but absolutely. Yeah, there was just such fun times then, mm-hmm. and we you know we between I mean other I mean I was the youth pastor and the janitor at the church so uh-huh. you know Melissa would usually get up early go to the cafe because she worked early yeah and um I would sleep like another hour or so and then I would get up and I would just literally walk to yep. the <laughs> um the cafe because it was like two blocks from the house
2: and Karen would feed us breakfast yep,
0: she'd make me breakfast and it's so awesome yeah. um it was such, just such, like, a cool little diner.
2: Yep. It wasn't open. Like, it was only open for breakfast and lunch. So, it yeah. was, like, by 3, 4 o'clock, I think they closed.
0: Yeah. It was just a hole in the wall, so, but it was... She was such a good cook. I loved it. Yes. I think there, she was a great cook. There was times during lunch I would come up there and help you do dishes. Yep. Because we a, were super busy. Because there yeah. was only
2: one waitress, waitress working at a time, really.
0: Yeah. And... Um, outside of that, like we would be at the church, yep. like planning, you know, the the youth events and, and you know Sunday school and that type of thing and whatnot, which was really cool and I enjoyed it. Oh,
2: Sorry, me. I made you yawn.
0: Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> um, so it was kind of at that point where I was like, okay, we're you know we're living and we're I'm taking care of. We're taking care of our bills, which we didn't really have much. Right. But I was like, we just man. Had our
2: rent and, like, cell phones. Yeah. And, and I, was I was like, like man, it. we really,
0: I was like, I really need to get, like, some insurance. Like, I, I well, need to Well, we be... just need
2: to, like, figure out what we're going to do for, you know, our lives, really. Yeah.
0: But I just remember me specifically thinking to myself, like, all right, you've got to take care of your wife now. You're a married man. you got to take care of her you need insurance you need you need a steady job you, and um, army was always something in the back of my mind was like i'm going to go in the army i just don't know when and the uh, i didn't get, i applied for the full time youth pastor job and i didn't get it they ended up going with someone who which
2: you didn't really have the schooling or right, anything no, I for didn't. that so and uh,
0: to be honest like i was not i was not ready to be the full time youth no. pastor like i did not have the skills that you would need to be a youth pastor. And of course I didn't know that until obviously John Bundit came in and he was a great youth pastor. Yes. Um, and I was just like, wow, I, there's so much I don't know. But, um, after I didn't get that, I was like, okay, I'd still need to do something where I'm really taking care of my family or taking care of my wife. And, you know, I've always wanted to join the army because my brother red had already joined. And I was like, I need to do something, and we need insurance. We need stability. I was like, I'm just going to go ahead and join the army. So we talked about it. And
2: well, like, I think what really pushed you was watching that one movie that we
0: made. I know what movie. I know what you movie, been, know what movie you're talking about. That's right. That's what it was.
2: We had we had went to the movies with our friends and watched The Guardian and like. I, I knew like it had already been in your mind yeah. about joining for a while but like that movie just
0: like I think yeah one, you're 100% right
2: immediately was like okay let's, let's, yes this is what I'm doing
0: yeah um, and I literally I talked to every branch yes like you didn't just
2: choose to do the army just because like you literally like the talked the army was to in my everyone. mind
0: because Red did the army but right. like I remember
2: but he was national guard so it was a little different yeah. but
0: I talked to the the coast guard i talked to the marines i talked to the navy's navy i talked to the air force and i talked to the army and yeah. like after it was all kind of said and done i was like
2: i just feel I just, like i fit
0: yeah i with, fit with the army i feel like you yeah know? <clears throat> so joined the army in 2007 mm-hmm. and went to it was not
2: quite a year After we got married, because we got married in August and you joined, you joined like February, but your actual delayed date wasn't until June. Yeah,
0: because we just got married and I told my recruiter, I was like, look, man, I just got married. I don't want to leave her
2: right away. Right, yeah. And
0: he's like, well, we can do a delayed entry program because I'm, yeah, I definitely, I was, I was sworn in back in like February or some crap. And, but I didn't leave for boot camp until June. Yes. Um, and went basic training and, So um, you
2: left for basic training in June.
0: Went to Fort Sill. Uh
2: Uh-huh.
0: Did basic training. And while I was in basic training, of course, you don't get, make phone calls. Like. Yeah. It's letters only. Letters
1: only. And
0: it was amazing because Melissa was just the awesome person she is and she was writing me a letter every single day literally
2: i wrote him every day which was like every day yeah
0: which was amazing because you need it when you're there when it's like like i mean it's
2: now you have to do like push-ups and stuff for your mail yeah for every
0: letter you get it was 20 push-ups yep and it was some days we didn't get letters, but Melissa's still writing them every day.
2: Yeah. So, so there they didn't do, like, roll, like, mail every single day. Right. Like, it could pile up.
0: Yeah. So and sometimes if- we would do it halfway through the week and then at the end of the week. And sometimes we do not do it till the end of the week. So there was times that literally I'd get five letters or three letters. And I was like, I don't care. The push-ups, pff, I'll do them all day. I don't care right. as long as I get that little piece of home to yeah. read because it's it just... It's huge.
2: And then two weeks after I left for basic training, I found out I was pregnant. Yep. <laughs> yeah.
0: And that that's kind of one of the... Like, so she was on birth control right after we got married.
2: Basically, we just... We weren't really trying to. We weren't really trying not to. Well... <laughs> Being naive kids at the time, like thinking, oh if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. It's fine. And then I I remember
0: having the conversation though. Like the birth control was kind of making you a different person. Yeah. You were really moody and just like,
2: like I hated it. I hated being on, I was basically taking the pill at the time yeah. and I hated it so much. And he was like, I would rather get pregnant today yeah, like than you, be on it any longer. Yeah.
0: You figured it out. You were like, I think it's my pill.
2: Yeah. Because I just felt like a completely different person. And I like, and of course I didn't start taking it until after we got married right. because I just, I knew we weren't going to have kids right away. And I was like, I should probably get on birth control. And yeah. So, I had not been on it previously. And so, I just didn't know how it could affect you like that. But it made me a completely different person. And there's and I doctors hated it.
0: out there that want to say that it does. Yeah, they say
2: it has nothing to do with but it. But crazy. I know. It, I know that's what it was. Yeah,
0: because when you stopped taking it, you were it was, the, the normal yes. Melissa that I loved. And you were moody and mean. And yep. you didn't want me to touch you or yep. nothing. Like, you were.
2: Was a completely different person.
0: So, but we just kind of got to... I was like, look, I don't... Look, we wanted to wait five years and enjoy ourselves. Yeah, we were
2: like, I'm not... I'm not having kids, so I'm 25. Like, yeah. I... Like, we had it set in our mind. Right. That that wasn't going to happen.
0: Yeah. And, and I was then, like, I don't care if you get pregnant woo-hoo. tomorrow. <laughs> I want you... I, I, like, I want you to be normal. Yeah. And sure enough, I got her pregnant like two weeks later. Yep. But it's a blessing in disguise. It is. Because...
2: My mom passed when I was 24. Yeah. So Josie would not have been four years old at that time. So if we would have waited like we had wanted to till I was 25, like she would have never met her. Yeah.
0: And Josie was very close to her grandma, Susie. Yes. Even though she was itty bitty, like all kids should be with their grandparents. But, you know, I felt like Josie had a very special bond with her. And
2: my mom was an amazing person. Yeah.
0: So I feel like God god knows all you know yeah. and we don't we don't know what he knows and Yep. anyway and so happened
2: for a reason That's we how had how a little we it. had a little
0: josie bug, and
2: well so of course i find out two oh, weeks yeah. after you leave but he has no clue yeah because
0: i'm in basic you got
2: to call when you got there yeah we you got, got to make call one and say call. hey we're
0: alive yeah we're in basic
2: yes And so, like, all I've gotten is, like, letters. So, like, I was waiting and hoping that they would get to call. Still hadn't gotten a call. I was like, well, I guess I'm going to have to write it in a letter because I have no idea when they're going to get to call again. Right. And so, I had written the letter. I had put it in the mail. And then it was 4th of July. Yep. And I got a call. And I remember I was in the family room of my parents' house. And I had just woken up. And my cell phone is going off and i have terrible service in my parents house and so like i'm running up the stairs trying to get out the door to get signal so that i wouldn't drop the call Uh for you and answer the call
0: yeah because it was back when literally pay phones where you had to call the 1-800 number dial your pin and then dial your phone number and hope they answer the phone. Yes. And once. I
2: was terrified. I was going to drop the call or miss it.
0: Yeah. And you literally get two minutes. Yes. To you talk do on not the phone.
1: Get like, that was time.
0: all we were getting. Like, so it was 4th of July, and the drill sergeants were like, all right, we're feeling generous. We're going to let you guys call home since it's America's birthday, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And we were like, oh, this is awesome. This is amazing. So we're all standing in line, waiting, you know, our turn or whatever. And literally, they're standing there timing it. Like, yep. they wait about. 10, 20 seconds after you start dialing, and they start the timer. You get yeah. two minutes.
2: So I get on the phone with him, and I'm like, um, have you gotten my letter? And he's like, which one? Like,
1: yeah. And I
2: was like, okay, so he probably doesn't know yet. Like, no, I, c- no. I had to try to like judge whether he knew or not. But, yeah. I mean, I'm assuming you would have probably been, like, immediately saying something oh, if you yeah. knew. But I was like, I have something to tell you.
0: And in my head, I knew. As soon as you said that, because I could hear it in your voice, like you were excited,
2: but also nervous. Yes, and to I was tell like, you. "She's
0: about to tell me she's pregnant." Yeah. And.
2: And of course, I was like, "I'm pregnant." And I,
0: I was, I was so like, so excited. Yeah, I was so pumped up. I started crying. Yeah. On the phone, I was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" And it's so weird too because, like, I just remember, like. We didn't want to have kids right away but it's, yeah. we all we, we wanted kids yeah but we didn't want to have kids yet but it right. was like I couldn't I couldn't believe how much emotion and excitement came over I me mean, could have been right. because I was in basic training missing you, but right. I just remember being so elated that yeah. that you were pregnant I was
2: like in denial at the beginning I was like there's there's no way I'm not pregnant like before I even took a test or anything because I never had a regular period most of the time, like, unless I was on the birth control and stuff. So I wasn't even thinking about, like, missing my period or anything. And then I noticed I hadn't had it, and I'm like, maybe I'm pregnant. And so, yeah, I had to go get the test. And, of course, that's, like, you know, us being in a small town. Oh, yeah. It was, like, so afraid to, like, tell people and people, like, be thinking, like, Oh, she's cheating on him because yeah. he's at basic training and i'm like he's only been gone for two weeks like
0: right but still you know you it's just, a small town
2: like to talk yeah so i was like didn't really tell anyone for well an i while. remember
0: i remember that was like one of the things i said i was like hey only tell close family and close friends because
2: you're like I, you're not there uh, yeah i was and, like
0: i just don't want to come back to people saying Things about you because then it'll make me want to kill people. Right. <laughs> so,
2: so he's pretty much gone my entire pregnancy because basic training is nine weeks. And then, after, of course, we got to go see you for your basic training graduation. Yep.
0: She just had just a tiny, tiny, tiny bump, little bump. But I swear, and like I said, this could have been because I hadn't seen you in freaking nine weeks and, you know, three months or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I swear you were glowing like (laughs) when, when I saw you, I was like, she looks different. Like,
1: yeah. of course, I know you were
0: on pre pre
2: pre, prenatal prenatals or whatever,
0: which, you know, vitamins and stuff. Yeah. But I still, I swear that you were like glowing when I saw you.
1: Yeah.
0: And, um, people say, oh, you know, when women are pregnant, they glow or there's a glow about them. Well, they're legitimately, I felt like she looked different and was like, I don't know, it was crazy, but got to see her. And of course, it was only just for the weekend because I had to go straight to AIT yeah. in Fort Bliss, Texas. But it was
2: on our anniversary, like our first year anniversary. Yeah. So it was your basic training graduation. So it was really cool because we at least got to like celebrate yeah. with each other.
0: Wow. I didn't even remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy.
2: I mean, it's been 17 years yeah, but still, <laughs> or 16 years, yeah. but, yeah. um, you could literally
0: so, fit two of me in my pants that I yes, wore to basic you training. You lost
2: so much weight at basic training. It was insane.
0: Yeah. I remember. I had to
2: buy all new uniforms. Yeah.
0: I remember our drill sergeant, like first day we went to the chow hall, he like walked up to him and he's like, he's like, listen here, private, I don't like fat soldiers. You better watch what you eat in this lunchroom. And I was like, Oh, or this defect. And I was like, Yes, Tro sorry. But so I I mean, we were sweating nonstop say, all the time and ruck marching four, and, so and running. It was like freaking so Yeah, hot it was like Hades. Yeah. And I mean, so you're you're working out nonstop. But yeah. I also tried really, really hard to not eat any s- sweets or, you know, like I tried to eat good, but I'm saying that like you're you burn so many calories in basic training, like yeah. You still eat a lot. When you go to the chow hall, you like you whatever they give you, you eat every bit of it. But I still didn't go back and get sweets and stuff like that because I was right. you know, I didn't want drill sergeant drill sergeant Sims to get pissed off at me and <laughs> but Yeah, so. so
2: you went to AIT and that was in El Paso, Texas, at Fort Bliss. Yeah. But your training was only supposed to be what three months?
0: It was it twelve. Week, it was six? it was supposed to be twelve weeks, is what the contract said. Okay. And it's everyone's favorite thing to tell the new guys. Yeah. That your your AIT is actually six months long. Yeah. And I remember me and John because okay, so I joined with one of my best friends, John Heidi. Uh, well, I joined, and then John found out I joined, and he was like, "I'm going to join with you," and I'm like, "Okay, cool." So he joined, and him and I. Uh, you know, went to AIT, went to basic training. He was in a different platoon, but then we went to AIT. We were pretty much together.
2: The entire time. For the
0: rest of the time we were in the Army.
2: Yeah, which is unheard of. Yeah, it's crazy.
0: Usually. And John and I, you know, we get to, uh, we got to uh, AIT and, you know, it's like the the people that's been there for like, yeah. you know, 20 weeks, they're like, that's their favorite thing to do. Be like, what's up, guys? So uh, just to let you know, you're going to be here for six months. And we're like, oh, no, no, no. My contract says uh, uh, 12 weeks. And they're like, yeah, so did ours. And we're like, no, 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 We were in denial for like the first two days. Right. Like, we, we were like, they're just fucking with us. Like, it's yeah. not real. And sure enough, yep, yeah, it was 100% I remember real. having
2: to have that conversation with your drill sergeant. Or not drill sergeant, but your uh, recruiter.
0: Did you talk to him? Yeah. What did he say?
2: Cuz remember we were trying to figure out if it was possible for me to move with you.
0: Oh yeah. Because
2: of how long it was. Right, that's right. Cuz it was supposed to be long enough to where I could move there with yeah, cause you. Yeah, cuz anything
0: over like 26 weeks or something like that. Yeah. You your spouse could actually you could she could actually move out there and live on post. Yeah. Um but it was, like... It was, like, one week short or something it was like some, that. It was some BS. But I ended yes. up being, literally being there for, like, 26 weeks. Yes. With the holidays and yes. everything. Um,
2: so, unfortunately, he had to miss, like, basically my entire pregnancy. He came home for Christmas. Yep. And then he came back, obviously, closer. He was... Gr- you graduated yes. at that point. I graduated AIT, AIT. and got,
0: went to my first unit, which was in Fort Bliss.
2: Yep. And so... Closer to my due day, which is in February, into February, you got to come home for paternity leave.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It took that, like
2: 10 days or whatever. It was,
0: it was, uh, yeah, it was 10 days. It was like two
2: weeks, basically. But yeah. Like two.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: And so, Anyway, I got to be home for Josie's. That's a whole nother story. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll tell that story. Twenty six
2: hours of labor. Yeah,
0: twenty six hours of labor, and then Josie's little stubborn ass come out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which, again, like I said, that's a story for another time. But yeah. it was mainly because the doctor wouldn't come. But we'll tell that story another day.
2: Yeah. And then three weeks after she was born, I got my doctor to release me, so I could move all the way across country from Indiana, where I grew up my entire life, yep. never have left, never moved anywhere, to basically a different country. Because yeah, El Paso, El Paso Texas. is like being in Mexico.
0: It, yeah, you can literally see the Rio Grande or the Mexico. Yep, you can you see, see the all border, the border. You can the see
2: them crossing. Juarez, like, yep,
0: as whatever. Yep. You can see that from our apartment complex. When you
2: go to stores like Walmart, they're speaking Spanish over the intercom. Like it literally feels like you're in another country. Yeah.
0: Because everybody has work visas to come over there. That, and before they go back home, they go to Walmart, get groceries. So like yep. the, the at least around the, the base where we shopped, Yeah. The shelves were always picked clean like it was like Armageddon. Yes. It was so strange. We tried to go
2: on base as much as possible for anything, really.
0: Yeah. So that's where my truck got stolen.
2: Yeah. We had an apartment complex because we couldn't get on base housing because the waiting list was too long.
0: Yeah.
2: And so we lived in this apartment complex. And one morning, Joe goes out for PT for on base and the truck is completely gone
0: yeah so pt you know even if you live off post you still have pt every morning with your unit like in regular army like like it's monday through friday pt in the morning and i went out melissa went to the grocery store the night before she just went to walmart her sister was living with us at the time yep and um so, My sister
2: and I had went to the store, and I had parked it last, and I parked it in the same spot we always do. And you had come back in and woke me up and was like, hey, where did you park the truck? I said, same place I always do. And he was like, well, it's gone. Like, yeah. it's stolen.
0: Yeah, I remember running through, like, I walked out there, and I was like, crap, where did she park? And I'm like, I'm walking down the parking lot, and then I turned went around the corner to walk down the other side of the apartment complex. I'm like, man, where did she park? And I got to the end, and I was like, oh, shit. So I ended up, like, power walking back the other direction, which turned into, like, a jog to a sprint. And I was like, oh, my God, our truck's not here. So I, that's when I ran back inside, and I was like, yeah. babe, where'd you park? And you're like, same area that I always park. And I was like, well, if that's true, our truck got stolen. Yeah. So It's, like, the most sickening feeling. Yeah, it sucked. And that was the first... Like truck, we have like first yes. real. We payment. literally
2: bought it right before I gave birth.
0: Yeah. Yep. Because I, we
2: knew, like, we needed a dependable vehicle. Yeah. That we could put a car seat in and out of, yeah,
0: like, had your Volkswagen Bug. Yeah. I sold my little Ford Ranger. The ball. And I had
2: sold my little bug.
0: We, I think we traded it, didn't we?
2: Yeah, I think so.
0: Yeah. So couldn't
2: fit a car seat in the back seat. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Could but it was just a straight pain in the butt. Pain in the butt. But so it got stolen, and then the worst part was like, thank goodness your sister was there. Yes, I would have been in. I would have been screwed as far as getting on and off post because um, they make you wait thirty days to see if they recover the vehicle, right? Before they cut you a check for your new vehicle, right? And so thank goodness your sister was there. So we had her little Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi, yeah, that's what it was. And it, I hated that car. It was, it was <laughs> I like a go kart, and the entire ceiling was like it had a sunroof. And then, of course, the way those Mitsubishis were, like the windshield is really, really flat. Then you have a little piece of metal, the sunroof, and then a little piece of metal, and then the hatchback, yep. like back of the car or back window. So yep. the entire top of it was glass. Yep. And the air conditioner sucked in that thing. And when you're in El Paso, Texas in it the summer. Freaking hot. Like literally Josie cried every time we put her in the car because it was so flipping hot. Yeah. And we had to like stuff her in the back of that little car anytime yep, we went anywhere. But that's how I got to and from on post yep. for work and everything. Um so then we PCS'd.
2: Finally got
0: out of there. Yeah, so our <laughs> our whole unit ended up PCS into Fort Sill. For we're only there
2: for six months. But yeah,
0: I was obviously there longer. Yeah, but you were there for
2: a long, way longer.
0: But yeah, but once Melissa got there, it was a short period, and then the whole unit basically. I just moved, basically moved all of our housing stuff to El Paso, and then like six months later, we had to we pack had to it all back pack up, it all
2: up again, and, and move. To Forza.
0: Yeah, went to Forza, which in our mind was still a blessing. We were like, oh, yes. thank God.
2: Well, we were now not like 24 hours or more away from our family. We were only like half that. We were like 12 hours. Right. No. 12, 13 hours.
0: I thought it was like 17 from there. No. Maybe that was El Paso. Yeah. It Either was like way.
2: 20 some hours yeah. from El Paso because it's almost like Phoenix.
0: That's right. Yeah. And Love. not to mention it was, you know, more of a country... Country style, yeah. More duty station, so uh there's not a lot there, but no. for us, that was like home. It was closer to
2: home, <laughs> yeah. and more like home, I yeah. guess. um And so we're there for about a year, year and a half, yeah maybe?
0: before I deployed. before you deployed. And uh, so I went
2: back home to Indiana while he. Yeah, we just put deployed. our stuff in
0: storage. And here
2: I am with a year and a half old.
0: Yeah. And
2: you were leaving. And I was like, I know only a couple people here.
0: (coughs) Yeah. And we talked about it and I was like, it just makes sense. We can save money if you go back home, be around family. And I think that's where Josie really developed her relationship with with grandma Susie. And I'm
2: so thankful that they got to be around each other for that long.
0: And I was of course, gone, my parents loved it. Yeah, oh yeah, they loved it. Yeah, and I was gone for a, a year, but I got—I did get to come for R and R about mm-hmm. seven months in. I got which to, he was
2: like terrified of Josie for getting him. Yeah, like, because
0: everybody talks about that. Like, oh yeah, man, I remember I came back from my first deployment, and my kid was scared of me because they didn't know who I was, and I like that was like a serious fear. Yeah, that my baby.
2: Because I mean, she is daddy's girl. Yeah.
0: I was terrified she was going to forget me and um we thankfully where i was we, had we were able
2: to Skype internet
0: and we all skyped the time. or we, quite like, often like yeah, at least five days a week if at not least. more
2: yeah i mean at least almost once a day like right like you were at least able to like pop on for
0: a, a little bit right and um so came home for R and R. That was probably the worst part of the entire ordeal, because you come home for just a second, and it just feels like your head hits the pillow, and then it's time to go back. Yeah. Um,
2: well, like you had chose not to come home for th- for Christmas because everyone wants to come home for Christmas, but Josie's birthday falls in February, so you're like, it's closer to the halfway
1: mark. Right.
2: So and, I'll and the come mission home for still her. has
0: to keep. Continuing, so not everybody can go. Yeah, on R and, R and R at the same time.
2: Right. So you were like, I'll let someone else go at Christmas, and I'll come in February because it'll be like halfway. And it's Josie's birthday. And it's Josie's birthday.
0: So, um, got to come over Josie's birthday, and everything was came was, to the
2: airport, yeah. and of course, like I she sees him. As soon as he's coming down the hallway, and she's like running through the, you know, do not enter portion of the concourse.
0: Mm-hmm. And of
2: course, the alarms are going off.
0: Well, there's a lady sitting there. And there was a
2: lady sitting there. She's like, there. she
0: can't go back she there. She can't
2: come through here. And it's, I'm like, it's
0: like, dude, it's a two year on. old.
2: Go ahead. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's a two year old running to she's like, their Daddy, dad Daddy. in uniform.
2: Yeah, well, once she saw you, then she was shut up real yeah.
0: quick. But she was
2: like, oh.
0: Yeah. She ran to me or whatever, and picked her up, and mm-hmm. she was
2: so excited. Yeah,
0: she was my, she was latched on. Remembered daddy really well, and then R and R came and went, and then we went back to the hotel or went back to the airport, and of course, me and Melissa are just we're crying quietly, yeah. just tears running, because, trying
2: not to in front of all these people. Yeah, <laughs>
0: and we're just like we just know that like I just don't want to leave her again. Like yeah. It's.
2: It sucks. It,
0: yeah, it's so like, seven months before getting to see her, and then and I was then like, I gotta go back have... and do four more. Yeah. You know, and I was like, oh my god, I just, I was like, I'm just gonna miss her. I'm gonna miss Josie, and of course. Josie has
2: no idea what's really going on. I mean she's two years old at that point. I mean yeah. she
0: knows but she doesn't know. Like well, she was wiping her tears and saying, she was like,
2: no. It's okay. She's mommy, like, No cry, mommy, no cry daddy cry. and
0: that was making us cry worse. Um yeah. and she was pretty much fine until I handed her to her mommy and I turned to walk away. Yeah. And it was, that then was the instance that she that knew that I was like leaving, leaving, again. leaving. And she went into just wild banshee mode, screaming and crying. It's still like,
2: you're saying daddy.
0: It just, it rips my heart out. Still thinking about that moment. Like mm-hmm. knowing that I was breaking her heart and not come, like, and leaving her. Yeah. Like I literally feel like she still has separation anxiety today
2: i mean because subconsciously of consciously she may
0: <laughs> well she's such a homebody yes. and she likes for friends to stay the night with us Yeah, she doesn't really i mean she'll go stay the night but like one night she's good like yep. she's done and she yep. don't want to she won't do it again for
2: a while yeah
0: so yep. anyway may.
2: you may i don't know It may
0: it it broke my heart. though but, yeah, like, she
2: was just crying and saying "Daddy" over and over again.
0: I could still hear her crying. I'm sitting in the freaking plane, and I could literally hear her because it was a little plane. Because like we're
2: walking away, but it's a short concourse. Like yeah, <laughs> you you can hear everything still. I'm so like, she he could still hear her crying, and then
0: I was like, "Shut the door! Or I'm getting off this plane." I was like, "I'm leaving if I can. If I keep hearing her." My daughter cried. I'm getting off the plane. Like, shut the door or I'm gone. Yeah. And of course, they, you know, they were, we waited to the last minute to get on anyway. So they were shutting the door right then. But it was, it was horrible. Oh, it was awful.
2: Yeah. I remember sitting there and like one of the ladies didn't know what to do because she knew what was going on, obviously. And she was like, here eat something like she had homemade like cinnamon rolls that they had brought from yeah. home or something she was like here eat something i don't know what to do <laughs> she was like just she she wanted to do something but didn't know what to do yeah because
0: we we're just sitting and she there... was trying to
2: make us feel better right. and we're like you
0: can't yeah
2: <laughs> i appreciate it but you can't yeah uh i remember that
0: Yeah. yeah that was that was rough and um that was kind of when I decided, okay, I can't do this again. Yeah, I don't you want to deploy again. pretty much again. decided,
2: like, you were going to be getting out of the yeah. military at that point.
0: And, um... So,
2: you got to return from deployment, like, four or five months later. Yeah. And, of course, like, again, you know, people talk about how their kids want, like, nothing to do with them because... They're, they've been gone and ha- haven't been around, you know, like you or right. them and they just, it's, people are just hard, you know, they deal with that portion of it rather than like our situation. Ours was
0: complete opposite. Josie didn't want. She
2: did not want me to do anything for her. She
0: only wanted daddy to feed her, get her food, take her sippy cup when she was done.
2: Put her to buckle bed. Buckle her up. Everything. I mean. Like, I could be literally sitting right next to her, and, like, she's trying to give Joe her sippy cup. And I'm, like, I'm right here. I'm, like, trying to take it from me. She's like, no, daddy, do it.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, of course, it made me feel good, but at the same time, it was it's super, super overwhelming. overwhelming.
2: for you because yeah. you had went from, like, not taking care of a child at all yeah. to... Because I think that's one of the things that people don't realize is, like, when you guys deploy like everything's changing for the people back home. Like right. your spouse, your children, everything is changing on a daily basis. But for you guys, like you're really doing the same thing over
0: and over again. Right. And you don't see
2: those changes, those daily changes yep. with us.
0: And in your brain subconsciously just pauses. Yes. So when you come back, it's not something where you're like, is that a Popo? I think it is a popo, but I don't know what he's doing. No, it ain't a popo. It's a weird, truck. weird. Um, Anyway, but uh, like subconsciously, your brain's like, oh, I'll just I'll pick up where I left off when I come back, right? And they've had a whole year of growing and changing. Mm-hmm. Melissa has been basically taking care of Josie by herself for, I mean, outside of babysitting. Right there, like, I
2: did have my mom's help a lot,
0: right? But I'm saying, like, just making the household decisions, you yeah. were making all of the decisions, right? Because um, I was gone and. You know, when I come back, just trying to like. It's like you're that not
2: out. trying to like keep things from that other person or like not include them in things. It's just like you're so used to doing it on your own that you have to like figure out how to integrate it back in.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. But so it took us, I feel like it took us like a solid like six months before we were like kind of working together again like on the same page you know what I mean like we weren't fighting or anything like that but it was just awkward where it's like we're
2: you're like hey I'm here I can do these things and you're like I'm like oh yeah you are okay (laughs) yeah that type of thing
0: yeah but um so came back and then you know basically we don't want to talk a whole lot about it but basically came back from deployment was in my unit and then they were like hey we're going to we want our our sergeant major was real big on sports and athletics and he was like hey I want some of you guys to compete in the all art or in the post combatives tournament for Fort Sill and uh, some people had been talked to hey you know Joe wrestled he's he's pretty good at combatives at that point I think I was a level 1 uh, combatives and You know, people were like, yeah, you know, Joe's pretty good or whatever. So our, you know, our unit uh, instructor, which is Sergeant Kirshner, which ended up being a really good friend of mine. um, He was like, hey, I heard you're right. And I was like, look, man, I was like, I'll do this, but I don't want to do this and not get the like it's one thing for them to say, oh, yeah, you can. I want you to compete and you can train and practice. But I got a family, so I'm not I'm not looking to like go to work all day and then after work go train because I just won't have my heart won't be in it. And he's like, dude, I got authorization from the SART major. He's basically said, um, you know, after lunch, your place of duty is the fight house. And I was like, Oh, this is awesome. So went basically after lunch every day, went to the fight house, trained every day, Monday through Friday, got Mm -hmm. to the post combatives tournament ended up winning heavyweight uh, and was the post combatives champ for heavyweight
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then they usually pick like the top um, like the first, second, third person they offer them an uh, opportunity to go to all army and so I was like well yeah I'd love to go to all army and at that point Sergeant Major was like your place of duty all day long is the fight house. Yeah. That's where you'll be. And I ended up going To all army and i took 10th place in all army and it was really cool experience really fun got to meet tim kennedy
1: yeah
0: um if you don't know who he is google him he's freaking super badass
2: crazy super cool dude good like 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 everything
0: yeah he's (laughs) he's awesome um and um came back from that and then i ended up getting to go to no i was level two i got level two combatives when i was on deployment And when I was coming back, they were like, hey, we're doing a a level three class. Do you want to be in it? I was like, I'm getting ready to get out of the Army. And they were like, well, do you want to be in it? I was like, well, yeah, I'll do it. It's a month-long class. Yeah. So I literally did combatives almost the last whole year of the Army I was in. Right. And then um, got out of doing that, and then I basically ETS'd out of the Army. Yep. And we moved – uh, we went to Mississippi. Well, we
2: weren't really sure where we wanted to be because you had applied to several of the police academies. Yeah. Um, to become a police officer. Uh, one for Louisville and one for Nashville. Yeah. And, uh, both of them actually wanted you. Both of them accepted you. I had
0: but a conditional offer they, with both of them.
2: Yeah. So they had like an academy date set. Well, every time it would get close to that academy date, they would push it back further or cancel it altogether yeah it
0: was it was like for budget reasons or i don't know exactly what it was but they 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 host their own yeah yeah because they host their own academies at both places yeah and when the date was coming up i'd get a letter saying that they're postponing and postponing again and
2: so we were like what do we do like do we just wait it out so that's kind of what we did for a little bit we lived in mississippi for a little bit close to his family And then moved in with his mom in Alabama and you in Alabama.
1: Yeah.
2: And and you were just working for basically like a factory here and there, still waiting on these academy dates to to go through. And um, (laughs) wow. Yeah. And so once we realized that they were going to keep pushing the academy dates, we decided to look for a plan B, basically. Yeah.
0: And, and I was like, I can go to school and get paid housing allowance and get a trade. Yep. And John, my buddy that I was in the army with, I, um, he was like already out there going to school, motorcycle mechanic school in Phoenix, in Phoenix, Arizona, mm-hmm. living with his brother-in-law and his sister, um, which I was friends with his brother-in-law
1: yeah.
0: and sister. And I was like, man, it'd be so cool to go out there be close to him. So, um, we ended up selling almost everything yep and
2: moved out to moved Arizona. out to Arizona
0: and mm-hmm.
2: um again across country across the, yeah across the
0: country and <laughs> yep uh lived out there for 2 years
2: and um you got your first motorcycle there yep
0: got my first motorcycle there well no no i had my first motorcycle oh you had it in, in yourself so, that's yeah. right yes that's right
2: yeah, yeah.
0: i got yeah. my first harley that's right um in Arizona ended up yeah selling my on shadow and got a an Glide. Um, it was a big step up, but I I loved it. Yep. And um, we loved
2: Phoenix. It was just obviously different. Like it's very deserty. Yeah. Like not like green, like Alabama or Yeah, the, south, Ammar, yeah the Southwest is
0: it's definitely like a very it's lots different.
2: of hiking and stuff though yeah, it was and, beautiful
0: we like, got to go to go
2: to, to Prescott Prescott is Sedona. so pretty and Sedona is amazing
0: Sedona looks like what you would think of Utah like just these crazy beautiful rock formations everywhere yeah. um, really got really really close with uh, John's brother-in-law and sister they're like family to us mm-hmm. they're literally like, in some senses closer to to me than some of my family. Yep. Um, I love them to death. We're actually getting to go see them this month yep. at their new house. Yep. But we uh, move
2: closer, so we're able to visit.
0: And um, so after.
2: So after you graduated the Motorcycle Mechanic Institute. Yeah. Um,
0: moved we moved to Alabama. To Alabama because I had an yep. offer to be mm-hmm. police officer here in Huntsville. Mm-hmm and absolutely loved the job yep. literally the first two years of that job if i didn't have bills they could have they could have not paid me <laughs>
1: yeah like
0: i loved it that's yep, how much i did. loved the job like it was just so fun like every day going to work was so fun to me um yep. and then you know there was a lot of stuff happening in the world as far as like towards police officers and you know the world of policing was changing and Getting harder to do your job without it being just a pure headache and then, you know, getting sued civilly by people. And Melissa really...
2: I worry more about him as a police officer than I ever did when he was in the military. Right. Because in the military, at least you, like, when you were deployed, you knew they were going to be gone for that specific time frame and they could be in danger during that specific time frame. But when they came back, like, it was normal training and whatnot. But with a police officer, like, every shift that you have, like, you don't know what you're going to face. Like,
1: yeah. you don't
2: know if the person you're stopping has a gun and, and whatever. Or the call you're going to for a domestic or whatever. You don't know if that will turn into something deadly. Right. And, like, honestly, I've worried about him more than I ever did when he yeah. was in the Army.
0: And there's some really cool stories we can we can say for another podcast.
2: podcast. But
0: but there was I love that job. Ended up leaving um, law enforcement.
2: Mainly because of family. Like wanting to have holidays off and not work second, third shift. Like I mean the whole point of him getting out of the army was to be able to spend more time with us as a family and it kind of felt like it was the opposite. Right. Even though he which loved a, what he did, yeah, there
0: was a lot of perks to it as well. Like yeah. you know, when, working third shift is great because you can basically be at everything, but you're just sleep deprived. Yes, um, which isn't good. Yeah, which sucks. I wrecked my car coming home from work, falling asleep one day, yeah. and anyway, it just you know. But I left law enforcement, and Melissa. Well, Melissa was working um, when she came here. She started working for Redstone Credit Union fairly early. And she was there, how long were you there? Like seven years. Seven years. Yeah, like seven years. Like, mm-hmm. And there was a. When COVID hit, I ended up
2: taking another job with a different company and was working from home. And then, unfortunately, like after COVID and interest rates increasing and everything increasing, all of the prices increasing, to everything. Right. Ended up getting laid off. Um, they did three layoffs in the year and a half that I was there. Yeah. And so I was on the third layoff and I loved what I did. I loved that job. Honestly, like I would have never left. Like it was exactly what I wanted to do. And.
0: She's mortgage closing, working and, from
2: home, and yeah,
0: working from home was awesome. She was making like seventy, but just that, I had year. been a closer
2: for a while, but just that position and for that company was exactly what I expected it to be, and I loved it. Yeah. So maybe one day I'll go back. Maybe I don't know. We'll see. But.
0: Yeah. But so, um, she got laid off, and then she went and worked for a title company, and. Um, ended up leaving there and then. Um, I out. ended up
2: taking a, a like receptionist, like admin position, um, because I wanted something that I didn't come home and stress about every single day. Right. And something close to home is like five minutes down from my house. Yeah, and it's super close, super nice, and I love it so far. Yeah. So,
0: and that's that's pretty much well you. You went into life insurance. Oh yeah! After the police, I went to life insurance. Left life insurance because it's like basically
2: commission based, so that's hard. Yeah,
0: started my own business, ran my own business, mm -hmm. laser engraving and like Mm -hmm. uh, woodworking and that type of thing, and then
2: got back into
0: COVID started and slowed that down. And well, no, COVID didn't start. It was we moved houses. That's what it was. Yep. And then I ended up going back to work as a Building maintenance manager for a private school. And yep. I actually really liked that job. Yep. Um, but I, a buddy of mine was in government contracting. And he was like, hey, man, come over here. You can make more money, do less work. And I did. And uh, did that for a couple of years. And then I...
2: Got out of the contracting realm.
0: And now know. I work for LG Electronics. Making a a lot of money. But it's, it's a great job. Just... Um, I hate the hours. I hate the 8 to 5. He's I've, not
2: used to the 8 to 5. No. He used to work like 6 to 3. Yeah. So, like, he's used to being able to get off and be able to still have time to do things. Yeah,
0: get projects done, yard work done, or side jobs type stuff done. But yeah. the 8 to 5 thing, that's just, I hate it so much. But that's that's what it is right now. So, that's what I got to deal with. But that's... That's a. Gym. It's our
2: life in a nutshell. Yeah,
0: I mean, obviously, there's, I mean, there's a whole. There's so. Way much, more in details. Yeah. There's so much more that we could go down on rabbit holes in each one of those topics, but for real. But I think we're at an hour and Maybe thirty. Maybe we
2: should write a book.
0: <laughs> I'm down. <laughs>
2: uh... But
0: hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope it was interesting. I mean i know some people that pretty much know this story already yeah. and then i know some people that may not may know. Anything. yeah they know maybe well, just some kind of
2: like with your friend they said they were listening and his wife was like i didn't know he lived oh yeah you know whatever yeah. like what has he not done right like, honestly like facts like, <laughs> <laughs> like for real though yeah he is a jack of all trades has done anything and everything
0: i like to think of myself as a renaissance man
2: yes absolutely (laughs) so we thought we'd like just go into detail and let you know our story
0: yeah so i hope you guys enjoyed it um people out there listening if you guys have questions about stuff or shoot us a message ask us about it we'll let you know if uh we'll answer the questions but we'll do another special on some of these other topics and go into the um more detail of some of the other things but That's it in a nutshell. Yep. So, hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, We will see you guys next time.
1: Hey, bye.
0: Bye.